What's up, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast, brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, limit strength. Now, I'm not talking about limiting strength. I'm talking about limit strength, which essentially would be your all-around grunt, base, just tough strength levels, right? Like, there's no better way to put it. But if you think of the exercises that, that you know, sort of, are limit strength type exercises. You're, you're thinking of the the basics, right? You're thinking of your bench press. You're thinking of your overhead press strict. You're thinking of your squat. You're thinking of your deadlift. You're thinking of, I'd say, your pull-up, barbell rows, things of that nature. Now, when you are venturing into any form of strength sport or strength training, there, there will be a, a point where your limit strength will be your issue, right? So whether, let's say you're a, um, a bodybuilder, right? And you want to you want to get big, you want to get absolutely huge. I've always sort of suggested to people, and this is something that I've, I've just recommended since I, since I was training people out of the YMCA, you know, 2008, 2009, right? All the way back then is if their max was 100 kilos on a bench press, right? I said to them, if you if their goal is to get bigger, they're skinny guys. I said, rather than focusing on trying to just, purely improve um you know like triceps tricep pump or like bicep pump or something like that focus on getting your bench press from 100 100 kilos for one to 100 kilos for 10 right that's the goal that's the target that's the benchmark that you want to be aiming for right now because when you are at 10 reps of that that one rep max doesn't matter what your one rep max is but if you can get five or ten at that one rep max you're going to be significantly bigger and stronger like there's just no question about it, it makes complete sense it's not even like something you really need to think twice about if you you know add 10 reps to your one rep max you're going to be bigger for it right if you're going to be stronger for it but the cool part about it is when you start thinking, all right, let's look at it from a point of view of like a bodybuilder with a limit strength. If you now have a 100, 100 kilo bench and you do 10 reps of that, your maximum strength for a bench will probably be around 125, 130 kilos, I would guess, right, just as an estimate. And uh, there's a lot of factors that matter, like dependent in there, but let's just say 125 kilos is your new max. Now, all of the volume that you do for your bodybuilding work, your hypertrophy work in that eight to 12 range, um, rep range is gonna be heavier, right? So you'll be able to handle more volume and in turn, you will be bigger and stronger for that. So now it's not just affecting your bench press numbers, but your dumbbell bench will be higher. Your, your, your flies on the cable or the the the, you know, the dumbbells will be higher. Your, your work around any thing based around overhead will be better your tricep work will be better everything's going to be stronger which all in all will mean more volume more muscle more size more you know more bodybuilding ready right so you take that same principle and you apply it to crossfit like somebody has a you know a fran time of say five minutes now what's fran fran for those those of you who don't know crossfit or haven't done much crossfit friends one of the wads workouts of the day it is 21 15 nine reps of thrusters with 43 kilos for men i believe it's 30 kilos for women um and the thrust is basically a squat to shoulder press um and then you've got pull-ups as a superset so you're doing 21 thrusters 21 pull-ups 15 15 9 9 it's a fucking brutal workout brutal conditioning workout but let's say your best is five minutes now let's say your maximum overhead press is say 50 kilos for a strict press right and that's that's a common sort of strict press weight 
for a barbell, you know, it might be 50 to 60 kilos. Let's say that's that, right? So when you have a thruster and it's 43 kilos and you've got to get it over your head, and yes, you're using legs, so it's going to be significantly easier, but it, it's, you know, you want to improve your fran time rather than trying to just smash yourself and doing the conditioning time and time again, like every fucking CrossFitter does. And I keep telling him not to do. Why don't you try and get your strict press up, your strength up? Let's get your squats up. Let's get your strict press up. Let's take your squat, your front squat from say 80 kilo one rep max or 190 kilo one rep max to 120 kilos. And let's take your press with strict press from 50 to 70, right? Now imagine how much easier those thrusters are going to be they'll fly up because now you're at like 50 percent or 60 percent of your one rep max weight rather than being 85 percent of your one rep max weight and what i mean by that is if you strict press 50 and then you you're you know, getting uh, 43 kilos overhead like that the percentage of that would be say like an 85 to 90 percent um effort right if you with with the weight overhead so if you take your strict press from 50 to 70 now that the weight stays the same at 43 but now you you're at like 50 percent, so you're working significantly less you know it's, it's significantly easier because your strength is significantly better right it just makes complete sense same deal with that how the bodybuilding stuff works it's going to make all of that stuff easier in terms of your rate of exertion and, and your your effort that you have to put in now you take it over into strongman right now strongman is a, an interesting sport because it's based around strength but it's not only based around strength it's based around athleticism it's based around moving well it's based around um, and depending on what weight class you are based on cardio like you have to have some really really good conditioning for strongman um especially in the lighter weights i'd say under 105s and below you have to be fucking in shape and you have to maximize your muscle for that weight class if you want to be successful at it so you can't be walking around in the lighter weight classes fat all right just straight up you have to be like literally fucking at the peak of your body and, and i look at the guys like the local sort of guys who um compete in, in the in the more like these these guys compete at worlds as well but like the guys who i've met through local comps guys like cam taylor and, and guys I, I don't know if these guys listen to this podcast um but they're fucking great guys so i'm happy to, to shout them out and if you haven't followed them on instagram and stuff like that like check them out they're really really good especially if you're interested in strongman so cam cam's competed um in, in ohio in america and cam i know every time i've seen him we've had chats about it and he's a fucking legend this guy like i really like him get along really well really nice person but he'll be in that early 90s like low 90s right and he competes under 80 right so he cuts he knows how he cuts like a fighter's cut like a weight cut right he, he'll get under under 80 and um and then he'll, he'll blow back out to 90 right and and i just say blow back out but that's just his natural sort of weight but he's literally maximizing every single fucking piece of that 80 kilos is muscle like it's performance he's not coming into those weight cuts carrying much fat at all like he's very 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 lean going into it and it works very very well and that's why he's successful at it competes at the world's level so that's an under 80s you've got ran who's another guy who's a, a a great guy i love watching him compete he's a fucking animal um he was competing in chazzy's weight class when chazzy um dipped his toes in the, in the strongman and, and made it to the arnold's and had a crack ran was the guy i believe ran won it um that year but he is the same sort of thing so he when he was competing under 90 he was like 89.9 kilos of pure fucking man right like an animal maximizing his strength he wasn't he wasn't like you know bulking up to get to 90 kilos he was coming down from say 95 probably i'd guess 
um, to get under 80. And and it's just very, very impressive. Now he's moved up weight classes. He's significantly stronger for it. Like following him on Instagram, he's, he's you know, amazing to watch. You've got guys like Tyson Morrissey. Like Tyson is, I'd say, the... Uh, the man when it comes to to strongman in australia like he's he's very very successful very 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 um very fucking strong in not only uh not only strongman but in powerlifting and in his off season he'll do like trail runs and and all this sort of stuff like he's incredible right he's a fucking weapon um so this guy he uh he is when he goes under 105 is every piece of 105 that he possibly can be so why I'm saying this is a few points, right? These guys are very strategic in how they do it. They're very strategic in how they um, how they how they plan their competition. And I've got a little bit off track of limit strength, but I'll get back to that. They're very strategic in how they train. They're very strategic in how they do every single piece of it. Now, some of the things that are very common amongst strongmen, including these guys, is they will have very, 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 very large portions of time dedicated to periodizing certain aspects that they will need for their strongman competition season. So um, I know Cam and I know Tyson both, well, Cam was playing football um, for half the year and then he would do strength training and whatever for maintenance. Um, and Tyson was doing the same thing in, in his off part. He was doing trail running and stuff like that. I just if you see him over summer doing heaps of trail runs, like half marathon levels and stuff like that. So that's going to build his aerobic capacity it's going to build his base right and i always talk about building the base so that will allow those guys to be fitter and stronger or fit her and and achieve more work as they get stronger um in their training blocks right so they they do that and they'll go into some sort of like general just building up their muscles phase right you can call it bodybuilding training you can call it prep work i don't really care you can call it whatever you want you can call it light work but they're building muscle right? their focus is uh building up areas that are probably out of balance or that they will need moving into the into the sports that they're going to do the next phase that they're all doing and this is what i'm seeing a lot of people in the strongman game especially and the crossfit game like all the best people do this is they're focusing on limit strength right when they're not competing and this goes across the board. This is the best bodybuilders in the world. These are guys who I've studied, like guys like Ronnie Coleman, like Branch Warren, like the coach who I've got works worked with those guys. All right. And and he talks about it in his books and his his you know presentations and stuff about limit strength. And what they talk about is like those best bodybuilders, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Franco Columbos, these guys were fucking strong. They were powerlifters before they got into bodybuilding. They were really fucking strong. And when they're when they're that strong and they're that, you know, developed in their in their strength game, they can handle so much more volume in their in their hypertrophy work, in their muscle building work. And that's that's common across all of the bodybuilders. You look at all the crossfitters, they're either elite Olympic weightlifters or they're some sort of like really, really strong gymnast or power athlete, right? They might have been a sprinter or something like that. They've got some sort of base where it's like a background in high level um limit strength type sports or like like high level anaerobic based sports where it's speed strength or power strength or, or just maximal strength they've got those things before they go into crossfit right they're not coming into crossfit weak and trying to you know improve their friend time that they're getting stronger and then in the off seasons when crossfit's not happening they're just getting stronger Right. They, they might do a little bit of cardio here and there, 5K runs and head on, whatever, to keep their base, but their focus is strength. All right. And again, that's improving their limit strength. That's, that's, that's just how it is. Now, 
the strongman game is the same thing. You'll see a lot of the strongman. I know like Ran's been doing the squats and stuff like that. Cam was doing a bench cycle. Like Tyson's doing, does powerlifting and very successful in powerlifting as well. Like these are the best guys. And the reason I'm, I'm pointing all this out and trying to make it, um, you know, obvious for you, for you guys listening is why would these, the best guys be doing this if it didn't work? Right, they're not constantly training with their logs or their their um you know their wads or their you know their their high rep work. They're they're, con- they're they're cycling things and they're improving things over time. Now, when I say all this, like improving limit strength, it, it, the the reason I'm saying it is because if you take the focus away from what will give you the best result and you're a results driven person. It's really, really going to affect you. Now, the way I like to do it at Royal, and this is this is this keeps everybody sane, and this is a uh, this is based off how we've we've trained people for years, but it's essentially a concurrent model or a conjugate style model, like sort of both of them really. So we're working power work in in our things, but that's more to prime the nervous system to become explosive. So it might be some sort of like kettlebell snatch or swing or jump or ball throw or box jump or something like that, right? We're doing something like that to warm up. We're going into our main lift and that'll be, again, it will cycle in and out. Like sometimes it will be higher volume. It might be like, you know, around 25 to 30 reps of heavy stuff. Um, it might be, um, we might do that for say eight weeks where we're trying to build mass. And, and it's very common that we do that. It might be like cluster sets or it might be, uh, um, you know, five sets of five or four sets of six or something like that. We're, we're doing a bunch of work there to build up, um, you know, muscle in that point. And it's like power building type muscle. It's not just like pump work. It's it's building a mix of limit strength and size. It's like that dense hard muscle, right? So we'd do that. And then we'd go into the accessory work after that. And the accessory work would be about correcting weaknesses. So like a lot of back work, a lot of, you know, single arm work and all that sort of stuff. So we're sort of building it in. So we're strategically moving everything forward, right? And when you look at it, We'll, we'll do that for say eight weeks and then we might hit a strength cycle where it's like the, the volume in the heavier stuff goes lower, but the volume in the hypertrophy stuff goes higher um, as in like more, more repage and stuff to correct the, the, the damage that's at risk of um, uh, the body. When you're hitting really heavy stuff, you've got to do a lot of, a lot of other work because your volume drops, you need to get the volume up somewhere else. So you're constantly progressing. Um, so we'll, we'll play with that year round like we we cycle it in and out in and out in and out the people who do the best with our system just follow the system right when we tell them hey let's do a five rep max they hit a five rep max or they'll hit five sets of five or whatever we tell them to do right they're not just they're not maxing out all the time or they're not being a a bitch about it and not putting in the hard work and like it's not hitting a true five rep max you see that too. Like you see people that will like will say, Hey, we're gonna hit a five rep max. And a five rep max means like the best five you can do. Not like a five that your partner's done and it's comfortable for you. It means like fucking go, right? Like it's time to go. So people that we train who have the best results follow the system and it works very, very, very well. Right. When they start to get obsessed with, you know, the the finer details so like say for the strongman people they might they might look at it and be like oh there's no point me like close grip bench or bench it's not going to help my my log or my um you know my axle or my my overhead press and like so they're not going to try on that right like that's not the case at all and you see this from the best guys building up those areas right it's it's just you build your strength up and it will carry over um and it's also a way to do it like without 
injuring yourself, right? Same with kettlebell work. Like we do a lot of single arm heavy kettlebell work for our heavy overheads. And the reason for that is it's safer, but it also gets you fucking strong, right? If you if you get really strong with kettlebells, and I'm not talking about just doing one arm, you do both arms, but if you get your, your single arms up, you'll find when you start, like it might take you three or four weeks, when you start putting doubles up, you're going to smash it. Right, whether it's double kettlebells or a barbell or log, like if you can, you know, strict press say a forty kilo kettlebell with one arm, right? There's going to be a huge carryover to uh, when you start lifting double hand implements as well. So it's just something to think about. Now, when I I talk about all these guys, like just understand some of the targets that you want to aim for with limit strength. And this is this is going from Josh Bryant, who's my coach, and he's talked about this in the Strongman Tactical Strongman books. But I think it's a very, very good indicator anyway. Um, and I think for for an athlete, after these sort of numbers, um, there's, there is diminishing returns. But for a strength athlete, like the more is better, right? But if you're a football player, there's a point where it's sort of like not really necessary to keep going higher or a fighter. There's, there's a point where it's not really necessary. Um, and to get to that next level will take too much effort and too much work to warrant the effort that you need to put in basically like the, the reward just won't be worth the effort. So, but for a strength athlete, what you'd look at is a two and a half times body weight deadlift. And this is what, again, Josh Bryant recommends to do before you would get into say tactical strongman type training. It's, it's um, his, his sort of guidelines for it. So you go two and a half times body weight deadlift, two and a half times body weight squat, uh, or it might have even been a two times body weight squat, but either one, like a two times body weight squat's fucking awesome, and a two and a half times body weight deadlifts is really, really good. Uh, at bench, you'd be looking at 1.5 times body weight. For a strict press, you would look at body weight, right? Getting your body weight overhead. Now, these are really, really, really solid metrics. I would also add in their pull ups, I would add in like a, a one and a half times body weight pull up. Right, so you're looking at trying to, it's you know, for 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 a rep, or if you're doing a, you know, you might go 1.25 if you're doing sets of three or whatever. Like, you, but you want to have some sort of target there. So this this gives you a holistic um, base. So if you were to go and compete, then hey, you're fucking strong leading into it, and then you just have to like learn the implements and and adjust into them. Right, you're not you're not using the implements to build strength where there's higher risk, higher learning curves, higher. Um, higher chance that you you'll hurt yourself or that you'll you'll just fuck it up basically, right? Like you're better off to build that limit strength first and build that base first, and then transfer it over rather than trying to build your base with something that's sort of like it's harder to do, right? It just it's just straight up. It's easier to learn how to close grip bench press heavy than it is how than it is to go out and do like say a, a log clean and press right and that close grip bench will help your overhead press go up as well so you can just do it like a barbell strict press or a kettlebell strict press learn how to do that get really strong with that then once you have that base there then you would go into playing with an axle where you're cleaning it up onto your belly flipping it around and pressing it right rather than having to learn and try and get strong at the same time so with all that said if you are a bodybuilder or a crossfitter or a strongman and you are doing this this idea of a like when do i actually train for my sport if you have comps leading in you still train for those comps but a majority of your time outside of comp time so it might be the last six to ten weeks depending on the experience depending on um you know coordination levels depending on the individual really it would and, and it even goes with powerlifting as well powerlifting is in the same boat 
um, you you would look at it from a point of view of like, all right, how long is it going to become, you know, how long will it take this person to become technically efficient in the movements that they need to do? And you would build it based off that. So like say it might be 10 weeks out to six to 10 weeks out where they start going very specific on it and start, you know, focusing on those implements again. But apart from that 10 week period, from prep time to comp time where they you know they're also most likely having to be drop a little bit of weight or you know maybe maybe uh, have to diet down and stuff like that as they're learning form the other 42 weeks of the year should be focused on building yourself into a just a stronger better person right like and if you do it like that if you're a competitor that'll work much better long term then constantly burning yourself out trying to just implement after implement or wad after wad or you know bodybuilding pump or bodybuilding show after bodybuilding show like take some time to recover right fighters do this very very well generally not all fighters do this very fighters will generally train twice i fight twice a year which gives them a three-month training period a three-month training fight camp fight three-month training period where they recover, they learn new skills, whatever, and then three-month fight camp, fight. So if they do that, that gives them a huge, huge amount of growth in between fights rather than just going every month. If they were to fight every month, it's like weight cut, fight, weight cut, fight, weight cut, fight. They've got no time to get better. So the time off actually lets them heal, lets them get better, lets them get smarter. And I'd apply those same principles into the strength sports as well. And the best way to think about all that is limit strength and, uh, and and sort of intertwining your powerlifting with your bodybuilding to improve your strongman or your crossfitting or, or you know, you know, even if it's bodybuilding, you might incorporate powerlifting and strongman to improve the bodybuilding side of things so your limit strength's up. If it's if it's powerlifting, it might be, hey, let's use your, your strongman work a bit lighter to improve your, your cardiovascular base so you can handle more work. Use the bodybuilding side to improve weak points. So I hope you can see how all that blends in and ties in nicely together. But guys, never leave any stone unturned. You gotta, you gotta train like there is no right and wrong way to train. You just have to be pushing. You have to be doing it. You have to be strategic with how you do it. Um, we, we take care of it with all the programming at RF, and uh, and you know, with people, some people don't realize it, but they are improving in the sports that they want to improve in, even if they're not training in those specific sports. You know, and you see that like people come in and they they learn how to you know deadlift better or squat better, and then they go out and magically play some better games of footy later on in that season and um it's all sort of intertwined and and you honestly you can't put it down to to any one thing but the one thing i i see time and time again improve people is improving their base and improving their limit strength so think about that guys take care with yourself train hard be uh you know be vigilant and uh if you have any questions always feel free to yell out guys but beyond that take care i hope you have a great day thanks for listening bye